everyone and welcome back to Bojack Horse Pod Season 1 Episode 2. I am your host, Kirsten McInnes, joined as always by Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how you doing? Doing so well. We got through our first week and we're back. This is officially a thing. Literally, it has been one week since we last spoke. We are speaking again. The first pod's gonna drop soon. Like that this is it. We're podcasting. That's it. It's happening. Tomorrow is our official first release date. So, oh my God. All very exciting. I have like the Sunday scaries <laughs> for a podcast drop. <laughs> I have that a little bit too now that you say that. I don't know oh, if no. I would use that word. <laughs> I gave you anxiety. Now. Oh no. <laughs> I think, okay, they say that once you do eight podcasts, that means you're going to keep doing it. But to me, the fact that we're doing it twice means we're in it for the long haul. I definitely feel like that too. I'm like, okay, awesome. We've done two in a row. We've scheduled one. We're definitely all in now. That's how I feel. So <laughs> we are going to talk today about season one, episode two of Bojack Horseman. Uh, Bojack hates the troops. Before we dig into it, like, what are your overall thoughts on this episode? Is this one you like? You're neutral? You hate it? I definitely don't hate it. I actually would say I'm pretty positive on it, but it's not my favorite. I feel like partly that's because I've seen it a bunch of times, especially compared to some of the other ones. But I think in this one, we're not fully in the show yet. So like Bojack is awesome in this one, I think. But like Todd, for instance, is a little extra stupid in this one with his girlfriend. But I think it's getting there. Like we're definitely getting to excellent Bojack and we're starting to see the seeds of what this is going to be. I just... I love this episode. I love everything about it. I love how dumb Todd is. I love how Mr. Peanut Butter is, too, like, with the play on peanut butter and jelly and how it finally pays that. off in the end. Like, I just love it. And I think, I don't think they had Princess Carolyn's whole music in the first episode with the Jellicle Cats. Did they have it in the first episode? I don't think so, but I definitely love how they use it here. Yeah, it's so... It's just so funny. So I guess I guess we could start at the start of that episode where Bojack is at Pelican's pub where a literal pelican is pouring his drink. And this was where I had my first laugh out loud moment watching this <laughs> because the pelican says, say when, and literally pours two full cups worth <laughs> of whiskey into this glass before Bojack says when. <laughs> I love that it's like making a huge mess. He has no reaction and then just goes when like I thought he was never gonna say when right (laughs) like I I thought like the first time I watched this like okay this is the situation where uh, the pelican is just gonna keep pouring or is finally gonna be like really really but then no he just finds like okay when pelican has no reaction like he had to have been charged for like three drinks there right at least yeah for sure and I just think it's so funny how deadpan he is when he says it when (laughs) when and there's of course Uh, A lady sit at that bar, like at the table closest to the bar, calling friends, being like, oh my god, that guy, Bojack Horseman from Horsing Around, he's here at the bar. Yeah, it's definitely him. He's gone fatter, but it's definitely him. Yeah, she goes, he looks really sad. It's hilarious. Yes. (laughs) I knew there was another line there. And that's when Bojack gets the first call from Princess Carolyn, where he gets, he accepts the call And then gets put on hold, which is such Mm -hmm. a brilliant power move. (laughs) Yeah, let me see if she's available. (laughs) And then it's the Jellicle Cat song, and it's so funny, because of course Jellicle Cats is a reference to the musical Cats. (laughs) And she's a cat. (laughs) And she's a cat. I just, the way they say jelly, I just love it so much. It makes me so happy. (laughs) It's so good. And I think one of the things I don't want to let go by, because I think this is very funny too, is that Bojack doesn't yet realize this is going to be the thing that happens through the whole episode. So he sees his phone ringing, assumes it is Princess Carolyn. He goes, don't put things in my butt if you want them back. And then it's like her assistant. He's like, no, I didn't find it. No (laughs) further clarification on what it is. And I'll admit, I don't want to know. No, no. (laughs) But it's it's also the first allusion to Bojack being interested in maybe some less than mainstream activities. (laughs) Slightly outside the mainstream, yes. So she's calling him to make sure that he's ready for his first day with Diane because he's agreed to have the shadow writer and... Bojack's like, well, is she going to ask me tons of personal questions? 
like of course she is <laughs> yeah princess uh, carolyn's like yeah obviously obviously she is and Bojack's like, you don't have to be. And then she cuts him off. <laughs> and I just love how she's like, you don't have to call me Caddy, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, I wasn't going to call. Okay, fine. I was going to call you Caddy. Get <laughs> I love it? his tone when he cat? says it. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, well, yeah, I was going to say Caddy. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> and then the assistant's on the, on the line. He's like, you get it right. And she, Princess Carolyn <laughs> pops out of her office. Don't acknowledge that. <laughs> It reminded me a little bit of last week when I was saying that sometimes I'll be like, this guy gets it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah, this guy gets it. (laughs) I forgot about that. Um, Gotta start using it. (laughs) I know. I I really do. I'm going to write just on a post-it note, like, this guy gets it and use it as, like, my mantra. I'll I'll look in the mirror every morning and say, this guy gets it three times. (laughs) Give myself, like, finger guns. This so guy confident. Gets it. <laughs> I will admit every time I have said that to you, like sometimes I'll say this guy gets it. I am actually I've done at least one finger gun every time that I have said it. Stop. <laughs> it just feels like a finger gun thing to say. <laughs> okay. So during the time that this phone call is taking place, the girl at the bar has assembled her friends. And they're all just taking pictures of Bojack looking sad and laughing. (laughs) It's so brutal. And so then he gets up and he's going to leave, but he chooses to confront them first. And I actually think it's like very legitimate that he's confronting them about this because they're being very awful to him, but they don't take it very well. They're just like, excuse me, how dare you say these things to me? Yeah, he's he's upset. He tells them that they made him feel more self-conscious than ever and he's already having a bad day and they're bad people. And to the original girl there he's like just because you're thin and you're pretty like doesn't mean that you can treat people badly and she of course is like oh you think I'm pretty and then they hook up yeah like she doesn't hear any of the stuff that he says about like just because you don't understand that you're a horrible person doesn't make you less of a horrible person she's just like oh you think I'm pretty which I feel like is such a cliche but it just it just works it works and so after they and of course like so the car his car is like outside of his <laughs> home crooked the door is open her <laughs> shoe is outside like it's like they couldn't get back to his house fast enough yeah they're a mess <laughs> and they flash back to that like two times but they bojack wakes up and is like well that was another in a long line of regrettable life choices <laughs> And she's like, what was that? I was tweeting about all the weird stuff you like in bed. <laughs> yes, like she's, confirmation. <laughs> she's just like, purely like a trash person. I guess he didn't wake up. I guess it was just like after they had sex. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so she's just like a bad, bad person who is still there in the morning eating one of his last toaster strudels. I had forgotten that this carries on between both of the first two episodes that he has this thing about people eating all of his toaster strudels. Yeah, it's not something that I would normally clock. Do you think they had like a sponsorship by Toaster Strudel? (laughs) Maybe. I'm more of a Pop-Tart girl. And even that, barely. (laughs) I like a a raspberry Pop-Tart, but Mm. no other flavor of Pop-Tart. And like (laughs) maybe once in a year I'll want Pop-Tarts. Yeah, even if that often. (laughs) Honestly, I did the adult thing and I just replaced Pop-Tarts with Nutri-Grain bars. Whoa, that is not the same. once a month, if I'm craving a Pop-Tart, I'll just eat a, nut- a raspberry Nutri-Grain bar. And it, yeah. it scratches the itch. <laughs> it's much more actual food. Ugh, barely. <laughs> so I one thing I really like about this interaction in the morning is that he's like, I don't need you. Wait, what's your name? <laughs> She's like, Pam. He's like, I don't need you pamming up the place. <laughs> I love that so much. I have that written down too, where <laughs> I don't need you pamming up the place. And he's kind of shooing her away. And of course, Diane's already there. Yeah, and she's got this like incredible email from Bojack where he's like, why are you here so early? I would never have told you to come over this early. And she's like, oh, yeah, like I brought this email where you basically said like, uh, I might forget this email because I took a bunch of horse tranquilizers. Please don't put that in the book that I take horse tranquilizers. I just take a small dose to help me sleep and then a much, much larger dose to get me through the day. I love the part where uh, she's like, and then I think you fell asleep on the keyboard because it's just, I think it was the letter A like 27 times. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah, he's like, don't put that in my book, 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 book. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yes, and then I believe Todd then eats the last two toaster strudels. So yeah. it results in Bojack having to go to get breakfast. But before that, we do get a scene of Todd is having a date with uh, a woman on the internet who is definitely not into him at all. It's so, <laughs> like it's so obviously fake from the beginning. Yes, definitely. And I thought this is like, if we had recorded this back a year ago, I don't know that it would have been so relatable that Todd is only dressed from the waist up. (laughs) Kate, here's the thing. I don't think I do that. (laughs) Like dressing only from the waist up. Yeah. So my thing has been all through quarantine. I was like, okay, on a weekday, you must get dressed every single day. You must not wear sweatpants. You must get properly dressed each day. And that lasted for a while. And then I was like, okay, now you can wear sweatpants as long as it's like under a dress. <laughs> so that's the look I've been rocking for six months. I, it just, that makes me sad. <laughs> like, cause the thing that was like at the start of the pandemic, I was at home. I didn't ever need to be on a video call for work. So I would just fully be in my pajamas all day, mm-hmm. like from the start. And then now I might end up on a video call and I will just do it in a hoodie because it's just like a staff meeting. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, why bother? (laughs) So it doesn't, and nobody else is like dressed up. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't even matter. But I I respect that. I respect dressing for work even if you're at home. (laughs) I would never do it, (laughs) but I respect it. Yeah. Yeah, it's something I've managed to actually stick to fairly well for the most part. Starting to run out of steam, though, I think. I mean, well, we only got, what, another year of this to get through, hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed. Just about there. Ugh. This is our vaccine. We're, talk. like, halfway there, ready for the vaccine. <laughs> Anyways, if you had Lindsay and Kirsten talk about the COVID vaccine on your bingo sheet. <laughs> That's the free space. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Okay. So Bojack has to go get breakfast because all of his toaster strudels got eaten and he is in the produce section at the grocery store where he encounters a box of muffins left out in the produce section. So he picks them up. (laughs) Yeah. And then all of a sudden the seal comes out and he's like, you can't buy those. They were mine. I had dibs on them. And then all hell breaks loose. So before we get into the... Neil McBeal, the Navy SEAL of it all. Mm-hmm. How, what do you? What's your opinion on the Dibs circumstances here? Oh, Bojack's hundred percent right. I am completely on his side. Yeah, you can't. Like, first of all, who goes to the bathroom at the grocery store? Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. the, first of all, that's weird. I can't imagine. <laughs> like, how, must have been a real emergency, <laughs> right? And then it's like, well, what were you doing before the grocery store that you ended up in an emergency at the grocery store? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, and like it's insane. And Bojack makes a great point here, where he's like, you didn't even put them in a cart. So like, yeah, if you put them in a basket or a cart or something, you've got a little bit more ground to stand on here. But no, he has no claim to these. Yeah, if if he had left it in a basket or cart, then sure, the dibs exist. Mm-hmm. But even then, put the cart like outside of the bathroom area and then go into mm-hmm. the bathroom, like. Or, yes. like, hide them. Put them behind something. <laughs> well, and that's the thing he's going to claim. He's like, I hid them in the produce section. They're clearly just, like, on top of some apples. Yeah. And so his his perspective here is that because muffins obviously don't belong in the produce section, that that counts. But to <laughs> me, that looks like, oh, you grabbed the muffins, then you went to go buy produce and decided, oh, you know what? I, th- these muffins have a lot of saturated fat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy a salad <laughs> instead. And then you left them. Like, it, the dibs do not exist. 100%. Like, the number of times, and I realize this makes me a bad person because some stock person had to put back the items that I misplaced. But I have definitely done this. Or I've been like, you know what? I don't want this. And I just leave it wherever I am. But yeah. No, that would definitely mean that person didn't want it. It's up for grabs now. Sometimes you can't avoid it, though. Sometimes you have to just put something away in the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Like, I find... <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> like, now, I, I don't think I will any... Like, now I'm much more careful about, like, I go into the grocery store with a plan. 
Yes. And I go in, I execute the plan, and I get out. But in the before times, I used to just (laughs) meander the grocery store deciding what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And that leads Um, to more impulse decisions. I like those impulse decisions. Nothing is worse than getting home from grocery shopping and you're like, I want a snack. And then you're Mm -hmm. like, I didn't go hungry, so I don't have any snacks. (laughs) No, all the time. I'm like, wait, what treats did we get? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, you got to put treats on the list for sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they have the whole argument and it ends with the seal saying, you'll regret this, Bojack Horseman. And Bojack's like, what? I'll regret buying muffins? Why? Do they have a lot of saturated fat? Oh, wow. These do have a lot of saturated fat. Why did I buy these? <laughs> I love how he says that. Why did I buy these? Because <laughs> he runs. He like runs from the argument to the till. Yeah, he says he doesn't even want them, but he's just going to buy them on principle. He, he buys them for spite and then eats all 12 in the car ride home. <laughs> he's just like sprawled out on the floor. <laughs> so, 12 so muffins is so much mass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I could eat two muffins. What if you were being paid, what did we decide last week, <laughs> $1,500 or something? <laughs> if I'm getting paid $150 per muffin, $150. I would give it the old college try but i have a lot more faith in my ability to eat 30 hard-boiled eggs than to eat three muffins (laughs) it's a wild take you think you could eat three muffins but not 30 hard-boiled eggs i feel like yes i could do both of those things i don't know about the 30 eggs that's very ambitious 30 okay if you're getting paid 150 dollars per egg though i could comfortably not comfortably but i could confidently say i could do 20 Okay, well, at least you're kind of on my side. Everyone else is like, mmm, scrambled eggs. And I'm like, you fool. If someone ponies up the money, we can finally put this to rest. Yeah, if anybody (laughs) wants to offer to pay us $150 per egg, we will on camera eat the eggs. (laughs) That's some good content. I'll I'll boil up 30 eggs. Yeah, yeah, sure. I feel like no one, thank God no one will ever actually pay that because I don't want to do it. It sounds so bad. So then before it jumps into the Diane and Bojack writing sesh, we do get another scene of Todd talking to this woman who's like fully in a call center, just trying to get personal information from him. Yeah, this was the part that I think I was referring to at the beginning where I was like, Todd's so stupid here, where he's like, what do you think I should get her for our 12-hour anniversary? (laughs) It's like, she wants a framed photo of my mother's maiden name. (laughs) But I laughed (laughs) so hard. I don't know. I definitely laughed also, but I don't know if Todd in like season six is falling for this. No, I I don't know. I don't know. I think Todd would always (laughs) fall for this. It's possible. (laughs) Especially to like a guy who's lonely, I feel like will fall for anything. Mm -hmm. That's a fair and tragic point. Right? So then Diana's trying to get info from Bojack. Literally just like, how was your childhood? Start telling me literally anything. And Bojack's like, it's normal. Mm-hmm. It was it was normal. Yeah, and we get the first flashback here. And I want to say up front that any scene that involves Bojack's family is going to be among my favorites. Like all the episodes that are focused on them are my favorite episodes. They make me so sad so sad but they're so good and they're often very darkly funny they are darkly funny especially in this one mm-hmm. so bojack's mother offers his father breakfast mm-hmm. and they get into a fight about oh what would your secretary do it better yeah, your secretary is not your wife and then he's like yeah maybe she would be if she also refused to get an abortion <laughs> so dark and especially too like you have this whole conversation and you don't realize that bojack is right there and then bojack goes can i have some breakfast and they're like whatever happy birthday bojack and it's like oh my god (laughs) so brutal but so good like oh no wonder he's such a problem yes it's a perfectly normal childhood well and i guess to him it would be normal (laughs) yeah i feel like he's just like super defensive about his parents and we'll see it again later where he's just like completely unwilling to open up about this wild wild stuff that happened to him which i feel like is normal like to want to not talk about stuff like that like i get that yeah for sure and especially to someone who's going to expose all of it to the world yeah he's like i don't want you know people to know that i come from not like a picture perfect family Mm-hmm. So then we there's a news report, and this is I love when they do the the news on Bojack. Me too. <laughs> and we find out that 
the seal in question was a Navy seal. And basically the news is saying that Bojack essentially stole a meal from Neil McBeal, the Navy seal. <laughs> I, what a name. <laughs> I loved all of the, like even having steel and meal in there. Mm-hmm. The I was just cracking up. <laughs> And he, like, Neil is in his full Navy, like, dress uniform, which he has, like, not that much time has passed. So I don't know why he had his dress uniform so handy. Yeah, he's just, like, clearly gone home, put it on, and then, like, called the news. Yeah, because he's back at the grocery store. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and he's basically just telling the world that Bojack stole these muffins, and this is totally unacceptable, especially because he is a serviceman. Yeah, and I like, to the line where Neil's like, this is classic Hollywood elitism. Bojack thinks he's better than everybody else because he was on TV. Well, guess what, Bojack? Now I'm on TV. (laughs) (laughs) now i'm better than everybody (laughs) (laughs) like okay neil like this guy definitely has some anger issues definitely yes and i also love that they show the picture of bojack and they're like seen here sneezing at a party and bojack's like why do they always use the sneezing picture not the sneezing picture (laughs) (laughs) i love that this is a thing where that they always use this picture it's just so good and Bojack immediately is like should I call in and set the record straight and Diane's like absolutely not and Bojack's like oh sorry I'm already dialing in Mm -hmm. he's like basically she's still in the middle of explaining why he shouldn't and it's like we've got Bojack on the line and they're like Bojack will you apologize for stealing these muffins and Bojack gets really into the minutia of were the muffins hidden why should he have to apologize? There were no dibs. Yeah, and he gets increasingly flustered. And then finally, they demand that he give the muffins back. And he reveals that he actually ate all of them on the way home. I lo- Yeah, he's like, I ate them all because I have no self-control. <laughs> yeah, he's like screaming into the phone. and goes, there's your goddamn news story. The mystery of my missing goddamn self-respect. <laughs> I also love in this phone call, the Navy SEALs talking about how he hid the muffins and Bojack's like you left them in the open how is that hiding how did you survive in Afghanistan <laughs> so bad <laughs> so bad and I love Todd's reaction to all of this too where he's like well that went slightly better than the worst it could have possibly gone yeah because Bojack's like how well how, how did I do how'd that go not the worst yeah bojack's asking that while literally like on the floor panting as he's like screaming at the tv how did i come off and then like not two minutes later bojack's talking about how famous and well-adjusted he is yeah that's why everybody's out to get him because he's so famous and well-adjusted i feel like i want to start saying that i'm not famous (laughs) or well-adjusted but that's I why think people are out to get you. If I said it, like, yeah, people are out to get me because I'm famous and well adjusted. <laughs> I think that's perfect. <laughs> New Twitter bio. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't even know what my current Twitter bio is. Good call. <laughs> should I just make it? I'm so famous and well adjusted right now. Maybe you should. Let's see. Okay, this is riveting. Exquisite content. Yeah, it currently says loud and stressed out. Does that feel still, I still mean, true? It's true, but I'm gonna change it to. Famous and well-adjusted. That's perfect. And we'll see the first one of my friends to comment on it. <laughs> and we'll see if someone comments before this podcast drops or Good after. Idea. Or after, yeah. And then we'll know it's if we have listeners. It's a friendship <laughs> test. We'll, we'll see if I have any real friends. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So then it goes... Like, this episode really does jump back and forth a lot. Mm-hmm. Because then it goes back to... Diane trying to get Bojack to tell her literally anything mm-hmm. and she is fully just using like she it's it's very obvious that Bojack is like oh Diane is so cute yeah. because she's like oh yeah I have to go on the roof to get privacy is that really weird and he's like no it's adorable <laughs> yeah true I guess we didn't set up the fact that Mr. Oh, Peter yeah. has a reality tv show filming in their house so she has to like hide on the roof from the cameras yes and all we really need to know up to this point is that at the start of the episode or very near to it Mr. Peanut Butter brings up that he is starting a reality tv show called Peanut Butter and Jelly it's on VH1 and there is no jelly. Yeah, it's wordplay and it's working, but it could be working harder. 
yeah that's i could why didn't i write that down god I'm a failure <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's fine but yeah so that's that's what's going on there and so diane goes to do work on the roof because the filming crew cannot get insurance to film up there so it's the only place where there's any privacy yeah pretty much so and that leads diane to be like yeah so i used to sit on the roof with my dad how were things with you and your dad and it's so obvious too like yeah not very elegant on diane's part and at first it seems like bojack is going to tell this story when we get the next flashback but in reality he has just sat there in silence for five minutes (laughs) uneventful (laughs) how are things with your dad uneventful (laughs) yeah so do you want to lead us through what that flashback was all about yes because i really loved it (laughs) so yeah so bojack has created a card for his dad is it a birthday card or just a card i don't know it was either a birthday card or a father's day card yeah that's right so he gives him this heart-shaped card and i love his dad going what's this supposed to be a lima bean and then (laughs) (laughs) poor worksman workmanship yeah, yeah, exactly. Criticizes his like shoddy craftsmanship. And then he's like, ah, well, you took uh, took shortcuts. And he goes like, if you are going to, what does he say? He says like, if you're going to go to South America or something, he says, are you going to go around the horn like a gentleman or take the Panama Canal like some kind of Democrat? <laughs> but it's like, the canal is dead. <laughs> like, no, you go around the horn. <laughs> are you going to take the canal like a Democrat? <laughs> Oh, incredible. I love his dad. He's so funny. It's his voice, I think, is a big part of it. But oh my god, the lines out of that guy. Who is the voice actor for Bojack's dad? Isn't it just Will Arnett? Is it? Yeah, it is. Just like, yeah. He does all of them. I did, I, who could know? I, I am like <laughs> face blind, voice blind. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, Will Arnett does a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Very talented. Ugh, get out of here, Will Arnett. <laughs> So then it it comes back to the news and the the Navy SEAL and they're they're having a follow-up interview about the situation and it devolves into basically Bojack admitting that he doesn't necessarily believe that the troops are heroes. Yeah. Yeah, he basically says like I'm sure some of the troops are jerks and I don't think that if you just like give a jerk a gun and send him off to kill people that he's going to be less of a jerk it's like did you just call the troops jerks and bojack's like oh you took that the bad way (laughs) yeah and everyone is appalled and so yeah basically it it ends there that that segment and bojack gets another call from princess caroline and i love that she starts you hating the troops is not great that's (laughs) Not great. It's like the understatement of forever. And Bojack has a line here that I absolutely love where he's like, I don't even hate the troops. I hate one troop and I don't even hate him. I just don't agree with him about the muffins. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And like, even as this is going on, he's like closing his blinds because there's helicopters circling overhead because everyone is just eating up this story. I also just love the idea that a single soldier is one troop. Yeah. <laughs> a troop. A a single troop. And yeah, so it's everything is, you know, escalating a lot. There's so much media coverage and it's it's like continuing coverage on the news where they're they show a news clip of, you know, something very serious about basically federal policy and it gets interrupted to talk about the great Bojack jerk off, which is what they have (laughs) called this. And even the news anchor is like, okay, who approved this? This is unacceptable. This is what we're going with? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, they cut to different clips of people being mad about Bojack saying this. And I love that they have this protester where he's like, he expressed his opinion, even though it was unpopular. And that's the most cowardly thing a person can do. Yeah, that was really funny. And then they have the Pam that he hooked up with like the yeah. night before. And he's like, after we had sex, he covered himself up in sheets like an arab when he like fully just obviously pulled the blankets over himself like yeah classic pam classic pam she's always pamming up the place oh always so annoying so then they're like okay we got to get out of the house because we're being surveilled and they smuggle bojack out by hiding him under like a bunch of garbage clothes and garbage i think it's like his laundry or something it looks like laundry i distinctly remember there being a banana peel but i could be wrong (laughs) 
Yeah, it's just like a pile of mess. It's just stuff in the car and he pops out and they decide that they're going to go to Mr. Peanut Butter's house to get away from the cameras, even though there is a reality TV show filming there. And while they're driving over, Todd gets a call from his his new quote unquote girlfriend. who's like, you said you were rich. You have $80 in your bank account. <laughs> yeah, because Todd's like, oh, I've got like the perfect plan. I'm just going to call her and get three tickets to Kyoto. <laughs> and this is where it all falls apart for poor Todd. Yeah, he really he really thought that he had found love, but that was not the case. He is going to be very happy about the $80, though. And honestly, that's relatable. Like, he probably <laughs> thought he had no money, and then he's like, I have $80. It's like, sweet. <laughs> this is great news. <laughs> Although it does seem like she took the $80 from him. Yeah, he, she definitely did. Not great. <laughs> not great. Poor Todd. Poor Todd, indeed. So they get to... Mr. Peanut Butter's house and they need to figure out a way to fix this because it is a media circus. Everyone is so upset that Bojack hates the troops, which I like he's an irrelevant TV character. <laughs> I, I truly don't understand how this would have been such a big deal. I don't know. I feel like even people we don't care about, we are very excited to have them be immersed in scandal. Maybe more so. It's like, oh, washed up celebrity. Look at them being all scandalous. I mean, I guess that's a fair point. <laughs> but I just I feel like it would have been more of like the Daily Mail, not like yes. like this seemed like it was legitimate news channels yeah. that were covering it like this. I feel like it would have been more of like an afterthought. Yeah, true. It's like being covered by MSNBC. They got a lot of dunks on MSNBC. <laughs> and you, even Princess Carolyn is like, no, you shouldn't go back on there for an apology. You should do it somewhere where people will actually see it. And so they decide the apology will happen on Mr. Peanut Butter's reality TV show. <laughs> they decide that Bojack is going to apologize, call the troops heroes, and give Neil McBeal, the Navy SEAL, uh, a new box of muffins to replace the last one, which is where we find out that Bojack has actually also eaten those 12 muffins. <laughs> so like, he's oh, had you were saving those because I ate those. <laughs> 24 muffins today. Because I, th yes. I really do feel like this was just one day. I think so, too. I was just going to ask you the same thing. Of like, this seems like it happens just later that day that he eats 12 more muffins. Like, if anything, maybe a day later. So 24 muffins in a truly absurd period of time. <laughs> so Todd goes out to go get the muffins because he found out he has $80 now. <laughs> Which is just so, it's so dumb. It's burning a hole in his pocket. He's got to go out and get those muffins. <laughs> this, is, this is why the poor stay poor. <laughs> and i'm speaking as one of the poor okay <laughs> this is why i'm poor because it's like oh, i have 80 dollars better go spend it <laughs> on 30 eggs 30 eggs does not cost 80 dollars <laughs> if you <laughs> are spending a dollar an egg i don't know what's wrong with you that's too much <laughs> Oh my god, there's this store near my house. So on like one corner, there's a no frills. And on the other corner, I call it all frills because everything in there is in like just insanely expensive. And I went in there recently and I was like, you can't just buy normal eggs. They have like some fancy egg that costs like twelve ninety nine for six eggs. I don't know who what? is buying this, but it's not me. But that's how we could spend all our money, I guess, if we had to. Why aren't you just shopping at the no frills? Oh, I do. I assure you. But what with COVID being so bad, I was like, maybe I can just pop in here where there won't be any people. It was a mistake. no one can afford the food, of course. Exactly. Exactly. Of course. In our gentrifying neighborhood. Classic. <laughs> so they are ready for the apology. I What's wild to me about this is that they don't wait for the muffins to arrive before they arrange this whole thing. True, yeah. They just, like, bring Neil over and are not prepared for the disaster that will ensue. Like, they just trust Todd? Yeah, it's like they just met him. He's obviously going to screw this up. There, there's no... I don't... That's, to me, the least realistic thing of the whole episode is that they trust Todd. <laughs> it's a good point, because then they're like, oh, Todd, like, give me the muffins. And he has to reveal that he actually didn't get them because his bank card didn't work. So he got a bag of uh, stale hamburger buns. Okay, should we... Well, okay, I guess we'll get through this, and then I think we should rank what's the most realistic to least realistic things about the episode. Okay. I think that's, I think that's something that we should do. <laughs> so they're being so stiff and awkward on the reality show. Like, literally, a quote is, this is very authentic and natural. <laughs> so uncomfortable. So bad. Neil comes and is also acting super uncomfortable. 
you I don't believe that any of them have experience as actors because they aren't even acting like people. <laughs> I needed to do a screen test for Neil McBeal. Yeah, he's so awkward. And so Bojack is like, okay, well, we have a bag of stale hamburger buns. So let me just give them to him and I'll make a big speech about how they represent how society throws away veterans and the troops. And really, a muffin isn't so different from a stale hamburger bun. And (laughs) I feel like it starts off going very well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, he actually makes that metaphor work for him. And then Neil is like, oh, so you're saying that I'm a hero? And you could tell, like, Bojack just wants to die. He's not interested. (laughs) But thankfully, Bojack gets saved because everyone is distracted by Mr. Peanut Butter getting a bucket stuck on his head. (laughs) Yes, very much saved by Mr. Peanut Butter in this situation. Who gave him a bucket? Yeah. (laughs) And it's revealed that the person who helps him out, her name is Jelly. Yeah, that was that was such a perfect way to close it because so many times the wordplay of peanut butter and jelly is like explained to make absolutely no sense. And then the <laughs> the camera person or the PA or whatever who takes the bucket off his head is named Jelly. And it's like, he's like, tell me we got that. Tell me we got that. Yeah, and they just like sagely nod at him. Like, like uh-huh, of course we, we got it. it. <laughs> I also like there's one point in the episode where uh, Mr. Peanut Butter turns to one of the producers and he's like, we can edit this to make me sound smart, right? <laughs> I'm just like, oh, yeah, we definitely can. That's what I do every week on this podcast. Uh, ple- honestly, that's what I'm <laughs> begging for. Please make me sound smart. <laughs> I edit myself to sound ingenious. <laughs> I also, okay, and side note, so you're obvi- you're originally from like East Coast Canada, that's right. So you you do have like to me not like a strong <laughs> accent, but you do have one. And I feel like by the end of this podcast, I'm gonna be like, we're going to the car, <laughs> get, the, get, get go in our car and get to the bar. I was literally just about to say like, oh, is it when I said like garbage or car? <laughs> it's so it's like the. It's one of the stronger like Canadian accents that that I've heard that I actually notice. Well, it's so funny because so when I first moved to Ontario, nobody said anything. And then like three months in, I guess I hadn't said the word car at any point. And I said it to in class and everybody was like, oh, my God, where are you from? And then I went back and talked to my roommate and she was like, you don't have an accent. That's insane. And I was like, yeah, it was when I said car. And she was like, oh, my God, you have such an accent. <laughs> <laughs> and like. It's understand. Like, I'm not judging at all. I don't think it's an issue. I just think it's funny because normally it's people giving me crap for my Canadian accent of when I say bag. And then they're like, no, you say it wrong. It's pronounced bag. And I'm like, that sounds like they That's say the same. It, well, to me, they, they say it, I guess, differently. But to me, it sounds I think it's because I say bag and they say bag. Yeah. And you guys say car. <laughs> And I'm like, bag? And like when they say it, it sounds like it sounds the same to me. Like I don't even know if I said it right there because it just it's it sounds the same. That just felt wrong when I said it. So I'm assuming that that's the right way to do it. I don't don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've definitely had people be like, I'll be on a podcast and someone will be like, whoa, Lindsay said a boot and I know she's from Canada. So it's just, I I don't know. It's not like you say a boot. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody actually says a boot. Yeah, nobody does. That's like a myth spread by South Park. (laughs) Yeah, got us again. (laughs) Yeah, we also, our heads are cut in half and that's our mouth. (laughs) Blame Canada. (laughs) Got him. Oh my God, what a topical reference. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, classic. (laughs) All of my pop culture references are uh, dead on current. Me too. Well, I mean, Kate, I would love to make a reference to Army Hammer being like a cannibal, but I I was only able to shoehorn it in based on talking about topical <laughs> pop culture. Like, there's it's not there in the episode. I mean, we're talking about an episode that's like seven years old at this point, so. Exactly. Exactly. We're late to the game, and that's the joke, okay? <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> Wait, oh but did God. you see about Army Hammer being a cannibal? That was all meaningless to me, what you just said. Oh, my God. So <laughs> he there's, like, all these DMs dropped of him, like, telling people he wanted to taste their blood and stuff. Oh, my God. Who are you? Who is this person? Oh, my God. Let <laughs> this me is see, all gibberish. Let me see what you will know about him from his IMDb. Okay. He played one of the Winklevoss twins in The Social Network. 
He's in Call Me mm-hmm. By Your Name. He played Oliver. I don't know what you like to watch, <laughs> so I'm like, hmm. I was going to say, like, I'll stop you when you get to one that I've seen. <laughs> I, I don't know. What, you, what, do you, what kind of movies do you watch? I am, like, very much not a movie person in the sense that I haven't seen anything that matters, except for Legally Blonde. But I have seen, <laughs> Thank you like... for correcting that. <laughs> I've seen, like, the movies no one cares about. I've seen them, like, a thousand times. And then any anything that's of any cultural significance, I'm like, wah, no, I haven't so, seen that. I haven't seen uh, Casablanca. Have you seen Cars 3, then? I have not, but that's more, you're on the right track. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, because he voiced, allegedly, a car in that. <laughs> All right, let me see. Let's see. I'm looking at this. This is meaningless to me. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> is this good content? I'll shorten it. <laughs> it's, no, it's per- this is perfect. Did you see The Man from Uncle? No. I saw oh, that one. He's been one. in a lot of stuff I have never seen. Cars 3 is, uh, yeah, really the closest Do you recognize one. his face at least? Uh, hold on. Okay, he was in Disney Infinity. No, I don't recognize his face. <laughs> Well, anyways, basically it's come to light that he is sending women messages basically saying he wants to like drink their blood and stuff. Yikes. He's on a he's on a downward spiral. Yeah, tough look for our guy, whatever his name is, Army Hammer. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> Tough look for our guy, whatever his name is. <laughs> also, I definitely was like I th- assumed this was a nickname of like A R M Y, Army Hammer. And I was like, what is this? Like War Dogs or something like what is- but okay, Army Hammer. Got it. Well, you know, at least we all learned something today. Um, (laughs) I I looked through his entire IMDb. I haven't seen a single thing that he's been in, except that he appeared as student number two in Arrested Development. (laughs) Perfect. Sorry, I just spit directly onto my microphone, so I'm sure that (laughs) sounded great. It's fine. (laughs) Okay, so anyways, back to to BoJack. Um, Yeah, like one scene to go. We're we're the last scene, and I just, I don't want to talk about it, I guess. So BoJack goes up to the roof to see Diane. He brings the still hamburger buns, which he's still eating. Yeah, he can't stop himself. No self-control. I mean... There's your story. The loss of his goddamn self-respect. I have said on a number of occasions, though, that, like, if there's food in front of me, I'll eat it. And it gets to the point where I'll be like, someone take this away from me. Like, my roommate in university, she once made macaroni in the microwave, and it was absolute garbage. And she just, like, put it in front of me, and I was just picking away at it for, like, 30 minutes. Like, throw this away, please, God. Like, I will not stop unless you take this out of here. Well, we have found... Another thing that we don't have in common. I'm extremely <laughs> picky. Wow. Just in general, like there's lots of things you don't like. Oh, I hardly li- okay. I hardly like any foods, especially like and en- like sauces and like anything gloopy. I don't like. <laughs> so like I don't like yogurt or pudding or like anything in that texture family i don't like like mayo or like salad dressing or any of that kind of like the sauces are just like and it's not like the flavor like i like the flavor of mustard right but it's a texture but the gloop i can't (laughs) Gloop is a really unfortunate word that you're using i can see why you wouldn't like that that's well that's just how it is to me i don't know (laughs) What, what what do you think would be a better name for that I mean, I think that's, yeah, anything that's got, like, a runny consistency. There's nothing really good. I feel like you've really uh, keyed into something here. But, like, people love it. Like, my sister will put, like, seven sauces on her Subway sandwich. (laughs) And I'm like, no. Fair. All right. So, yeah. So, we'll have to, like, find some common ground here on our uh, food. I guess we don't have to like all the same foods. Especially since we're across the country from each other. Yeah. It's unlikely we're going to be on a lot of like food dates in the the near future. So the situation is if we were to go to a restaurant, there's a very real chance that I would just order some French fries and be like, this is what I'm eating for dinner. Here are the French fries with no sauces on the side, please. Like, I I can do a little bit of ketchup, but. As long as it's dipped. As long as it's dipped and not like soaking all over everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't. Anyways, when I just order French fries for dinner, when we get to hang out in person, just be cool about it. <laughs> I would never Because then people it. will be like, is that all you're having? And I'll be like, it's all I can have. Let me, <laughs> let me live. Let me live my life. Let me live my life. So when they get onto the roof, Bojack is telling Diane that, you know, people don't want to hear the truth. They just want to hear what they already know, which I think in a lot of ways is, is true about a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And Diane is like, well, you need to tell me something real. Like, do you want just like a normal 
celebrity tell some or do you want to release something real with the full truth the warts and all mm-hmm. and bojack is like yeah that's what i want but like you're not gonna make me look like an asshole and he's like well are you an asshole <laughs> yeah and that's what we're trying to decide here we're trying uh, to settle that debate truly the big question of the show is bojack an asshole stay tuned and then at, it, the episode ends with bojack just starting to rattle off a bunch of really bad facts about his childhood and his parents yeah he basically opens with like my dad was an asshole and that's kind of it runs in the family but and we hear all about how his mother was like an heiress to the sugarman sugar cube fortune or his dad resented that yeah we've it's yeah it's there's a lot what like what's like the worst thing that we find out in that end of episode lull speech Mm, good question do you have it in front of you i think so i don't have the whole speech because i'm lazy but (laughs) the one that sticks out to me is when they build a tree house Mm -hmm. and his dad tears it apart because it was put together with um (laughs) screws instead of christian nails revealing that bodog's dad was an anti-semite yeah yeah that's quite an unfortunate name for the screws yeah that's the worst one i think Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now that you've reminded me of that, that's certainly not a great look. Tough look for for our guy, Bojack's dad. <laughs> Bojack Sr. Bojack Sr. Oh, my God. What? I th- that's it. That's the episode. That's I, the episode. I would like to talk about some of these stories. Like, what's the most believable to least believable in this episode? Because I feel like nothing in this episode is really all that believable. Yeah, I feel like we're living in a time where it is extremely believable to me that Bojack would be vilified in this way if he said troops are jerks. Oh, yeah, 100%. That Mm -hmm. feels real. Like the protester guy to me, I was like, oh, this is maybe a little too real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he he said what he thought, even though it wasn't popular. I feel like lots of people are saying what they believe, even though it's not popular right now. And (laughs) I wish that they wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wish they'd bottle some of that up. I, I wish they could just keep that inside where it belongs. <laughs> keep that noise to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, honestly, the most believable thing that happens in this episode, possibly, is when Bojack is, like, tearing down Pam in the bar, and she's just like, oh, you think I'm pretty? Because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I guess, like, tension can just become sexual tension instead, I, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, like I always, I take great exception to her reaction where he's like, you really ruined my night, you're really terrible. And she's like, excuse me? And I'm like, yeah, no, you actually did do a crappy thing here. He's totally right that you shouldn't have been doing that. Literally, yeah, just like you should not, you shouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. that was good. I feel like the Todd thing, I kind of believe. Yeah, you've talked me into it that in fact, Todd probably would fall for this all the way through the series. I feel like so many people would. I feel like people hear things and they're just like, oh, yeah, let me b- put in my full banking account number. Let me g- <laughs> let me give you my social security number. Let, let mm-hmm. me just do whatever. In exchange for your affection. So bad. Do we, compared to the first episode, I, li- I think I like this one better than the first episode. What about you? Yeah, I would agree with that, I think, because we're starting to flesh out the characters a little bit more. It's a great Bojack episode. I wish we got a little more Princess Carolyn, but she'll she'll appear more. Yeah, I'm always going to want more Princess Carolyn. Yeah, she doesn't really have her own story here. It's just like the Jellicle thing. <laughs> Jellicle too. I just love it so much. <laughs> so good. It, like every time that that whole music is playing, it makes me laugh so hard. I also like there was one of the calls in this episode. Bojack sits on hold for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's right before she says, like, this is not great, where yeah. the assistant is like, oh, yeah, she's actually just getting out of a meeting. Let me see if she's available. It's, it's like, like one hour later. <laughs> literally, you called me. I would have hung up. I, I would have been like, yes, I'll, I'll, you'll call me back. It's fine. Yeah, Call me back when you're free. <laughs> like, absolutely not. <laughs> so I guess that waiting on hold is one of the least realistic things, too. Oh, I wouldn't true. have waited like that. He doesn't even put it on speakerphone. He's just like slouched down in his chair. Yeah. And I, I feel like holding a phone would be very uncomfortable for a horse. True. Huh. <laughs> like a lot of things he does would be uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I guess he's like half man, half horse. <laughs> I forgot to look up that gift you told me about last week. Oh, I forgot to hand. send it to you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm only aware of it because of the editing. <laughs> put it back in my mind. <laughs> I need to find it. And I will find it. 
It's not a horse. It is. It's a deer. Oh, a deer. Okay. I'm sending it in the chat right now so you can look at it. Okay. <laughs> a live reaction. <laughs> deer hooves off gif. Ah. <laughs> it's so unsettling. It's just so, a little finger wiggle at the end. It's so funny. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> I feel I feel like you've got like a million things um to edit out because I'm I'm trash today. So I'm so, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Could just leave it but off. But I've had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. This is so much fun. So if people are looking for more Lindsay Wilson, where can they find you? Yes, people can find me at, not on Twitter, famously, but <laughs> you can listen to my podcast, which is called Simpsons Then and Now, where we talk about like an old episode, a new episode. So basically just like a good episode and a bad. So we are available on Twitter at Simpsons Then Now. Perfect. And I feel like that's a podcast that could go on forever, too, which is, it's a great- <laughs> We're threatening to cut it off soon. Oh my God. we'll see. No, you're not allowed. <laughs> Anyways- if people want to find me, they can find me on all social media at Kirsten Said What, twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What, where I'm three times a week streaming, as well as <laughs> Kowski Cast for Riverdale recaps at kowskicast.com slash Riverdale recaps, I believe is the link. And that is cow with a K because I'm booked and busy, I guess. So busy. I can't believe it. I honestly, it's better. The busier I am, the like better I do. So I, it's fine. <laughs> and if people want to connect with this podcast, this mm-hmm. one right now that you're listening to, you can follow us on Twitter at Bojack Horsepod, or you can email us bojackhorsepod at gmail.com because that's right. We got the matchy matchy on the, the Twitter and the I have literally Gmail. never seen that before. <laughs> so if you want to send us any questions or feedback or anything, you can send it to both of those places. Uh, we now are, we're, where you at, wherever you get your podcast, you, you can get us now. So wherever that is, go and rate us five stars because we're, we're new and and we, we want the validation so g- give us the validation please especially that <laughs> wait Lindsay, can you can you say five stars yes give us five stars please i just it makes me happy i'm sorry i feel like I'm <laughs> five stars i feel like i'm being such a we're just five stars okay stars come on bye <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and we will be back Next week, recapping season one, episode three of Bojack Horseman, uh, Prickly Muffin. Yeah, it's a very good episode, if I recall correctly, and very awkward episode in a number of ways. I feel like I don't remember this episode at all, so I'm very excited to watch and get back into it. Thank you to you, Lindsay, for making this actually happen, because I just basically show up and you do all the work, so I appreciate (laughs) you. Happy to. This is so much fun, so much fun, and I appreciate you. Oh, I thank you oh my god and then what a love fest honestly it's kind of gross we should start being (laughs) mean or something and then thank you to well from america for our theme song that if it's there and if it's not there edit this out and you're dead to us (laughs) (laughs) okay so thank you so much for listening everybody and we will see you next time bye